Hello boys and girls, how are you? You know, today is going to be a wonderful day. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, yeah man, how you doing? You good? I know you're Wow, so uh, I know it hasn't been that long, but it has felt like forever. Um, to the point that I've got to wish you guys, um, let's see, a happy Thanksgiving, um, a Merry Christmas, uh, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, uh, happy New Year, happy Three Kings Day, heck, even happy Chinese New Year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, it's been a minute, y'all, since, uh, you know, I've recorded um, a podcast episode um, for two reasons, two reasons. All right. So, um for those of you that don't know, you know, I'm a driver, a delivery driver for the the folks that wear brown or make me wear brown, I should say. And um, I had ridiculously underestimated um, how difficult it would be to record podcast episodes and interviews um, during the holiday season because it got slammed with work. Um, so I fell off like that. And just when when I was ready to get back into the mix um which is the second reason why uh it's been a while uh literally three days before christmas i was involved in a car accident that kind of had me messed up uh physically and mentally and i've spent the last month and change on the mend uh getting better still not 100 percent, but still um like i said i'm on the mend uh so that is that and i figured why not kick off some intro music. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to episode 49 of When the Hunt Calls. I'm your host, Cliff Cadet. Um, listen, here's the deal. If this is the first time that you are tuning into this podcast, um, let me keep it a buck with you guys. Let me keep it 100. All right. This podcast is not necessarily um, going to be the best in terms of audio quality, but I will make up for that in terms of content. All right. Um, I record these episodes. um while I'm walking out in the street, um, while I'm in my car, maybe while I'm um, at home, um, you know, and I do it all on my phone. I record, um, I interview people, I edit everything and put it out all through my phone. So you've been warned. Now, if you are a returning listener, um, especially after all this time, um, not having put out a, a fresh new episode, I truly appreciate you, you know, taking the time out, listening and whatnot. And I hope you continue to do so. Um, you know, at the end of this episode, I really hope you guys go to the review section of, uh, you know, whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast. Head over to the review section. Um, hook me up with a five star rating. Um, hook me up with a dope review whatever you can to get this out there because my goal is to basically you know power through continue on um because i've had 
I've had a lot of fun. I've learned a lot on this journey. Um, you know, this episode is aptly named, uh, you know, down but not out because that's how I've kind of been feeling the the last month or so. Um, like I mentioned in the opening, you know, I'm on the mend, um, physically and mentally and, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? But I got to say thank you to, to the people that, you know, reached out to me, um, via text, via phone calls, via social media, you know, asking how I'm doing, um, uh, even asking about the podcast, asking when the, you know, next episode is coming out kind of motivated me to, you know, hit record and get this done. So um, without further ado, I really just want to recap 2020 because 2020 was really um, the first year I got to, you know, participate in some turkey hunting and deer hunting Um 2019 i only went deer hunting and i really didn't have a clue as to what i was doing um but 2020 was um a huge step forward for me so let's start with um i guess the turkey hunting um in 2020 let's see in the spring i got the opportunity to do a little bit of uh scouting for turkey not much um i had relied on my mentor to you know figure out where the turkeys have been roosting and whatnot and um, on the second day of the spring turkey season here in New York, uh, he, my mentor, Anthony, and I uh, teamed up, uh, went out. That was on May 2nd. And after about maybe two, three hours out in the woods and bouncing from property to property, uh, you know, public land, public land. I think we were on our fourth piece of property that morning and we were on the verge of giving up. And um, and just focus on, you know, making it a teaching moment, continue, continue making a teaching moment by kind of reinforcing what I had learned that day and so on. When we came across uh, three turkeys, three jakes, um, I believe one was a Tom, the other two were jakes um, and, you know, sitting on my butt behind a, a stone wall, Anthony ahead of me, I probably made the most unbelievable the most awesome um bow shot i've ever taken in my life um like i said sitting on my butt my legs kicked out in front of me um and with anthony trusting me and knowing full well what i am capable of doing he dug down and i took a bow shot at a turkey over him and over this stone wall and harvested my first turkey so one of the best feelings ever to to have my first bow kill under my belt and whatnot um and best feeling have taken such an awesome shot now um i had hoped that my uh my fall deer season would have um you know produce uh a successful result in terms of you know harvesting a deer but unfortunately no now um am i a little disappointed yeah but um i still believe i had a successful season um I learned so much um, before the season scouting. Um, I did a lot of scouting of public land. Um, unfortunately, I didn't put out any trail cameras. So all of my scouting, everything I saw was all on about sign. Now, to be honest, the only saw the only sign that I saw um, was, let's see, you know, deer scat um and tracks and whatnot so i tried to choose my um you know my trees the spots i was gonna sit in 
um, based off of where I saw the most traffic. Now, to be honest, um, that traffic, those, those prints could have been from me bumping deer, um, them, you know, getting away from me while I'm scouting. I honestly don't know. But I took my chances and um, I committed to those spots that I was, uh, you know, that I had seen sign over. I committed to taking my climber, getting up in a tree, sitting over those areas and whatnot. Unfortunately, I saw zero deer. Zero, zero, zero. Zilch, nada, nothing. Um, <laughs> but um, I still have fun. You know what I'm saying? Getting the opportunity to get out in the woods um, to to see the woods as it wakes up, as it, as it uh, gets a little bit noisy, whether it's woodpeckers, squirrels, chipmunks, whatever it is. It was cool to be out there. Um, I learned a lot in terms of scouting, looking for sign. Um, I learned a lot in, you know, I got comfortable, really comfortable with using my climber, getting up and down a tree fairly quickly. Um, I got used to using my equipment, like, uh, you know, aside from my climber, like my toe line. I switched from using a, a backpack to using a lumbar pack. You know, all things that you gotta take into consideration as um uh as you progress within your your hunting you know quote unquote career um a dope thing that i got to take part in was um i was invited by some folks from ata the archery trade association to come down to virginia and hunt for for about two days um and also help them create some content which you might or might not have seen on social media um and uh gotta thank scott einsman for that um i really had a blast um when i went down to virginia that was really the first time that i had gotten the opportunity to see any deer while i was out hunting so um went down there on a monday spent monday morning like i said uh taking pictures, um, video recording some content content for, for ATA and then spent the afternoon hunting. Um, but while we were that morning, while we were creating the content, we did some scouting at the same time, um, kind of try to knock out two birds with one stone. So that way we could figure out where we'd be hunting in the evening. Um, we would thought, we thought we found a spot that would be, uh, fruitful but unfortunately that afternoon that evening it wasn't um so what we did what scott and i did was um we uh before like right at last light came down packed up just to be able if we could scout a little bit on the way out to try to figure out where we set up um the next morning um and what if i'm correct what we found out if i remember correctly i should say um what we found was this this open field that looked like there were um a, maybe a doe or two out there and the field was surrounded by pines um so uh the next morning you know scott being the more seasoned hunter than i am decided we'd be sitting in the pine you know we'd come in the next morning play the wind heading um you know towards the spot uh and just you know stay on the ground and wait for deer to come in unfortunately nothing um nothing happened no movement zero movement um whatsoever so we broke for lunch and then 
that afternoon, um, Scott was able to reach out to his family um, and got his permission to hunt his family's property, um, which was really dope. It was like 30 acres, I believe. Um, we sat at the back end as we as we were walking out to that um to that to the back part of the property bumped like a, a six pointer out of his bedding um which was pretty cool to see um he was bedded up in uh some tall grass um and then uh after he spooked him uh went up into a ladder stand and sat there for a couple of hours um on the other side of the property i had spotted two does but they were way out of range could only see them through my binos but um as it turns out came across this doe that was probably 40 yards or less from me but she was in some tall grass and would not come out um i stood there in my stand um bow at the ready arrow knocked in the whole nine for like a good 20 minutes um waiting for this doe to come out of the tall grass and i'm telling you um it was the dopest feeling the dopest situation my heart racing for like good 20 minutes like waiting because this doe was just like nibbling on some grass looking to her left looking to her right looking behind her chomping on some grass again and she just kept doing that kept doing that then she came to the edge of this tall grass and I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And I'm telling you, this doe would not move. Um, when she got to the edge of that tall grass, if she came out and turned left, she'd be coming towards me and I'd probably have a better shot. But if she came out and turned right, she'd be going away from me and I'd have zero chances of, you know, getting that. So, um, just waited her out, waited her out. And again, I'm telling you, one of the things I learned was how slow moving and calculated deer are in terms of, like I said, there was nothing rushing her. She was just chilling. She'd take a nibble or something, look to her left, look to her right, look behind her and nibble again. And that's it. Not a care in the world. Um, And... I got to add that one of the things I had learned at that point also was as you're losing light, um, as you know, it becomes harder and harder to see the deer and, and not necessarily because of um, I can't see like I could see the deer, you know what I'm saying? But they're blending. I found that this particular doe was blending, blending more and more into her surroundings. And it was, again, like such a dope thing to see such a dope thing to learn um you know as i'm as i'm on this journey so finally you know this doe decides to step out to the clearing i'm waiting i draw back right waiting for her to to come towards me and wouldn't you know it instead of turning left towards me she turns right and just trots off ah that was at that point in the season um that was around right before halloween um oh man that kind of sucked i mean it was great to see that because it was an experience a really cool experience um really great to to learn you know what it's like to have a deer in your sights um you know as the sun's going down all right so now fast forward i'm back 
um, from Virginia up here in New York, um, doing my best to get out um, and still sitting on my spots, seeing zero deer. Um, sorry, I'm not sure if you guys heard that, but I burped. Um, I saw zero deer, um, but it's not to say that other hunters in the area weren't having success. Um, the, I mean, a couple of things were going on in the area. I know there were some counties near Westchester that were having, um, that were spotting cases of deer with, um, EHD, um, epizootic hemorrhagic disease, um, you know, that herds can get, um, sometimes, and uh, so there was, you know, plenty of deer dropping in the uh, deer dying in the area. But um, that's not to say, like I said, there weren't other hunters who were successful um, and whatnot. But um, I was not. But like I said, I learned I learned something every time that I was out um, that season. Um, but uh, I did get to participate um, towards the end of the season um, in a deer drive. Um, which was pretty cool as well because that particular day I saw a lot of deer. Um, I had the opportunity twice to um, to uh, what do you call it to let an arrow fly um, two separate times that day. Um, but unfortunately, I missed both times. The first time my arrow getting buried in the snow. Second time my arrow buried into a tree. But, um, you know what, at the end of the day, um, I saw more deer that day than I had the entire season. And I'm really grateful for that. Um, I had the opportunity to let, I had two opportunities to let an arrow fly. I miss, but I learned, um, you know what I'm saying? Um, 2020 was great for me in that, um, compared to 2019, I had, I spent a lot more a lot more days out in the woods scouting. I spent a lot more days out in the woods hunting. Um, you know what I'm saying? Could I have been successful if so I spent even more days out? Um, possibly, but you know what? No one will, No one knows for sure. Uh, like I've been told many times, there's plenty of people who are out in the woods three, four, five years and don't get to, to kill anything. Um, but like me, they enjoy their time that's out, that they're out there. They... They enjoy everything, you know what I'm saying? Soak it up. So with that being said, I'm going to close this out with you guys. Um, letting you know that I'm going to be putting out more episodes. Um, so look forward to that. Um, look forward to hearing from some cool people. Um, and just if you want to learn more about bow hunting, um, this is your chance to kind of, you know, hop on this journey with me. Because this podcast is all about um, having fun and educating um, not trying to shit on nobody, not trying to put anybody down. Um, you know, uh, we all have opinions, but I always say uh, try to keep an open mind. You know what I'm saying? Try to walk a mile in somebody else's hunting boots. Um, you know, and like I said, you may not you may not agree with everything, but there's a rhyme to, you know, what I'm saying to everybody well you know what that's a stupid quote i'm not even gonna say it i probably got it wrong anyway but understand there's a method better yet there's a method to everybody's madness let's put it that way um so with that being said ladies and gent please tune in uh ne next week for another episode um 
if all goes well, I'll have a guest on for you guys to listen to. So you don't have to listen to me talk uh, and jabber on for the entire episode. Um, and that's about it. All right, y'all. So as always, I'm going to close this off the way um, I did in previous episodes. And that is stay blessed and remember to respect the journey even when it's not your own. Thank you.